First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome to your favorite weekly podcast, the Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. I'm Jordan. I'm doing the show solo. Doing the show solo this week. Drew is nowhere to be seen. I'm the guy you're here for anyway. Forget Drew. He's nowhere to be found. Wait, what's that? What? What's going on? What? 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 Give me a hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Drew, how you doing this week? Hey, buddy. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over here being cool and casual because I'm such a casual. Yeah, exactly. I'm such a casual. Oh, man, that was a great Twitter, Twitter spat we had. If you, if you want to read some good stuff, go back and look through our Twitter comments and we had it was probably a what good two hour back and forth with that guy post post uh <laughs> post elite eight twitter action it's good stuff oh, though it's good stuff funsies funsies you gotta come out the king best not miss best not. uh all right let's assume positions let's for do it the world famous two brew salute three two one Got my last of my Lawson's Finest Liquid Hopzilla. This is a big old, like, 8.7. A big old broad, and she likes to wield it. <laughs> uh, Be-oo, <laughs> uh, Honey, this uh, the one with the Arnie Palmy. Woo, Giannis! Uh, what, what, what are you drinking? Uh, you know, I'm actually drinking some Larceny bourbon and, uh, and Coke okay. t- Diet Coke tonight, man. Cool. Like a, was, it felt it felt like a pre a premier uh, liquor night. I was at the Penguin game and they have they don't have Coke or Pepsi. They have RC in the in the stadium. So I was having Jack and RC the other night. Isn't that wild? That is wild. It was oddly delicious. I was like, I kind of want another one. <laughs> nice, nice. Any hoodles? Um, all right, let's dive here into beer one. Let's let's recap some boxing. Uh, Warrington Martinez two. Uh, you want to you want to go for it since you were watch- Well, I, I I did go back and watch it, but you were uh, watching it live. You I mean, Warrington just one. beat the shit out of him, dude. It was it was crazy. He uh he came out. We talked about it last week. We said we thought it would be a te- you know he would try to have, make it a more technical fight, but just the way the Kiko fights, there'd be a moment in there where like that he he was gonna have to bite down and, and get tested for the first time since the Lara beatdown that he got, and man he came out in the first round and exact basically Lara and Kiko just aggressive throwing haymakers combos very aggressive like yeah Kiko had no he just I don't think he just had a response. I think he was just shell shocked that Warrington chose to fight that way. Um yeah, he cut him, he beat him up, and he knocked him down. Like I, I was watching it and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Am I maybe 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 we got off maybe we got off the Josh Warrington bandwagon a little a little too soon that like he was overrated all this time. Um 
he's a weirdo though, but hell, hell of a first that? round. And then in the second round, I mean, I did something I never do. I hate it. I I really don't like it. I actually gave him a 10-8 round, and he didn't get scored a knockdown because I thought he just so, like, just so obviously, literally, just beat beat the crap out of um, you know, Martinez. Kiko in uh, in the, in the second, second round. round. Like Kiko had no response. He cut him I up rewatched more. that. I I don't know if I would have would have agreed with that at the time. I I you don't think so. It. I I don't know. I. Like now that you say, I forgot that you did that, and like having said that, because I went back and rewatched it, and that didn't jump out to me as one. But either way, I mean, good for you. Uh yeah, it was. Uh, I, I and I and I never do that, and I got I got my scorecard got ridiculed, which I guess people didn't agree. But I'm just like, I they, people. I was like, he got a knockdown, and he and he absolutely obliterated him around. Like he literally obliterated him, and it wasn't. It wasn't like T.O. came out just throwing haymakers, going crazy, and, you know, like, Kiko's just absorbing them and not getting hurt. Like, he's hurting the guy. Like, I yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was, was nuts. And then it and seemed like it seemed the, like he, uh, Warrington needed the next couple of rounds to kind of catch his wind because he threw a ton of punches yeah. and um, was very active early. And so I I think I gave Martinez one, one round in the middle there, which – yeah, I, I mean it was it was t- it was it was a tight round. It was one of those where Warrington. There was a couple in the middle rounds where Kiko was was finding a little bit of success with yeah, the body, and like Warrington was like hold. Yeah, I mean the body's always there against Warrington the way he does the guard. Um, but it was like Warrington would get him against the ropes, and the two of them would just kind of exchange. So it's like all right, well, I, that I, was I felt the like- only thing I wanted to bring up against the ropes, Drew, because. So there was so much Warrington hate on Twitter about oh the headbutts yeah with the headbutts the headbutts yeah and I went back and looked I'm like dude they were both like hunched over like foreheads forward like Kiko Martinez like bobbed his head into Warrington's head plenty of times like so just get off of that that's that's what that's bunk so uh, that being said. Like you, like you said, Warrington just kicked his ass. I had no problem with the stoppage. Like, yeah, there was there was plenty of whiffs in that flurry of punches, but Kiko's the, there were a lot of connections too, and Kiko's just not punching back, and he's just absorbing them. So forget that. Like, get out of here. Agreed. Yeah, man. I, I I'm trying to think if there's any other good analysis, but no. I, I mean. Warrington did take some shots. He broke his jaw. Um, yeah, I did want to bring that up. Yeah, I can't yeah he, broke he broke his jaw. His jaw. He might have been concussed because he was, <laughs> he was just I think, talking. I think about, he, I think he was. Did you hear his? Did you listen to his post fight? Yeah. It's just like, what's next, Josh? Like alluding as Lee Wood he, was in. He, he was struggling to put sentences together. Yeah, and like Lee Wood was in the audience, so you know they're setting up a unification there. And he goes, he goes first. Sex with the misses. It's been a while, and they're like, "All right, all right, there, Josh." Uh, and he just kept cursing, like, "Fuck, yeah. fucking, fucking." Yeah. So I, I do think he was concussed. Uh, but hey, <laughs> hell of a fight for Warrington. He probably didn't deserve that title shot, but you know the money was right. I think it was Kiko's highest payday um, of his career. Uh, you know, and we'll see what happens. I mean, I think I think it's it's probably going to be Lee Woods for a unification. Although I I I think I tweeted this out. Uh, Laura deserves a shot at that belt. Uh, before they do a unification, and I'm usually all about unifications, but I think that feels right. But we'll probably see Lee Wood and and Warrington, and uh, you know who knows. We'll see if now. Like I don't know how Navarrete gets in the mix there with those guys. 
you know, maybe he can maybe he can get a fight with Masaya. Masaya. Masaya, and then uh, maybe we have an undisputed fight. But uh, that was that. So that was really it on the zone. Yeah, uh, we'll go with uh, Birchelt and Nakatila next. Um, dude, uh, only my only analysis there. I went back and watched that one. My as heart well. just breaks because uh, the way it went down was. I was doing something Saturday. I, I came in halfway in the Warrington fight. I took the, the Tim Zhu fight, and you took uh, the Birchout Nakatila. I went back and watched the Birchout Nakatila. Um, like, two things was my only analysis. One, like, I, I kind of, like, I didn't pick Nakatila, but I brought it up last week. Like, there was a reason he that Shakur was, like, nervous to go in, like, to get, stand in the pocket with Nakatila. Like, he just has that big right hand. He's long. He's 5'10". And so, it, not only that, but he had a 10-fight knockout before, a 10-fight knockout streak before Shakur, and then he went and knocked the guy out in two rounds after Shakur. So, like, you knew that there was power there. And mm. I, I mentioned it, too, that Burchelt plays no defense. He just comes forward and plays no defense. So, the only other comment I have is Burchelt, Looked like he just had no legs, which is crazy. Like even like, like not even being exhausted or anything. Like even after he regained himself, like he still just had no legs. And I'll just say that I saw a comment on Twitter that I thought just nailed it. All those years, he was just a weight bully. Like he would he would dehydrate the shit out of himself to get make weight and then rehydrate and be like 20 pounds heavier than his opponent. Mm. And like, that's what he did with, that's what he did with, uh, what's his name? And he lost, he, he exhausted himself. And I think that's what happened here. I think he, he, he has to dehydrate himself so much that like your legs are just wobbly. Like they're like, he's 30 years old. He's not old. I know he, that was his 41st fight, but like your yeah. legs should not be like that. Like they just shouldn't. well, I mean, maybe maybe he was just nervous. From I mean, he got I mean, he just got Colcock knocked out for the first time in his career, really, in that fight. It was thirteen just months ago. Dropped. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe he's just not recovered. Like, I, I, well, I know, and like but, like mentally, you know what I mean? Not like like well, you can, definitely like, mentally because that's his, what I'm he, saying. Like you can physically, like, like you can physically be okay, but then when you're mental, like when you get when when you step it when you actually step in the ring and you're like thinking about that knockout like your nerves hit and then you're you know you just go weak you have no no legs maybe that was yeah I don't, I don't i don't know if i don't know if i, I call may- him a weight bully and that he just was dehydrating all those years and just beating people up um clearly not recovered from the uh the valdez defeat yeah uh, in the fashion that it was there uh, you know he tried tried to be more of a defensive fighter and i think that you know that <laughs> Just, hey, it just yeah. Hey, if you're gonna do that, you probably you probably want to have an even easier tune-up fight right. than I guess a hey, guy that's got real knockout power. By the way, I don't think we mentioned that. Uh, what round was the Warrington Kiko stopped in? Uh, I think seven. Okay, and then this one was stopped on the stool six. between six and seven. Yeah, between yeah. six and seven. No, well, the referee actually stopped the fight. Apparently, the referee stopped it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I listen. So, yeah. I mean, he was he was trying to be a defensive fighter. But he's not good at defense. I, the, the one thing I'll say, listen, and we love Shakur, so you know, only except when he's just being a weirdo on Twitter for no reason. Um, I, I still don't think this guy's very good. I mean, his combinations were so 
basic. He should have been so easy to time, but like Burchelt was just. I, I think. I just so, think yeah. ment- I just think mentally, you know, Valdez snatched his soul. Somebody, somebody with decent stamina and decent like head movement and like like decent footwork. Right, it was the, it was, the, it was just the same thing, like straight right, left uppercut, like and like there was no variation, no feints. Like that's all he was doing, and I'm just like, no, but like, he, he is so big though. I just wanted, to, like, I, I just want to be like, what is, what is your corner telling you, like? When he throws that, like just be ready to counter with with a with a friggin' hook. Like a, I know it did seem like he was so ready, to, like easy to be, but like he knocks everybody out other than Shakur. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he. Just, I, he, I, I do. It, I want to see him in there against somebody decent. I, I'll, I'll say that. And this was at one. This was at one thirty-five now. So I don't know. How you th- like, well, like how do you? I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'd Herring, love to see guess, him versus versus uh, Comey. Him versus. Um, Herring, we talked about I me and Herring. I mean, Herring's, Herring's scheduled. Herring I don't think they gave great. him an opponent, but like May, I think May 25th is the target, that, that fight date. Um, Nakatani, like, um, even like, like uh, how about him versus King Ryan? Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think he definitely now is in the conversation as he's like a, an Isaac Cruz now where he's a guy that some of these yeah. – some of these, you know, we don't know. We don't know what he is yet. But like, may, is yeah. he like give him a real test? See, but I'm just may, saying he has some ca- he has some cachet to him now. Yeah, uh, that that he definitely did not have after the uh, after the Shakur fight, um, just because he looked just so just so awkward. Um, it, yeah, I'm like, trying to like, see. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Jamel, yeah, Jamel's fighting May 21st on the undercard of. Uh, What's his name? I can't even pronounce it. The he's at Agus is stable. This other guy, so okay, but that should be interesting. It has a little bit so, of cash, but I gotta say, I mean, I, I mean, I really, I really enjoy what weight bully or not. I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, like Burchell just, you know, yeah, destroying people at one thirty uh, for as long as he did. He was a fun fighter, you know. I mean, aggressive guy doesn't make fights boring. And uh, it was just sad. Like you could just see, he was just like the second he got punched, it, it just he was a shell of himself again. And I was just like, ah, man, this sucks. I just wanted to see a comeback and just have him be a player at 135 to get some more fights there. Since now, top rank basically has everybody at 135. Basically. So, um, you want to talk about the Showtime fight real quick? Yeah. Um. So. Tim Zhu, his first fight in America um, versus Gachet. Um Funny enough, uh, Gachet actually, I, I, I mentioned that the guy just kind of throws haymakers and he can throw. Um, flash knockdown in the first round. Gache knocks down Tim Zhu. Uh, didn't hurt him, but it was heck of a punch. Great first round from Gachet. There on out, I believe I gave... I believe I gave Tim Zhu every round. The scorecards were ridiculous. One of them was 114-113, which was like... And I just I had him winning 11 straight rounds. Like, No, no, I gave, I gave Gachet one other round. And so it was... It, it, they were unbelievably close scorecards. Surprise, surprise. Um, but Tim Zhu looked really good. Um, I kind of... As I mentioned, he kind of looks like um, the better B of the division. He just kind of comes forward he stays there um he's a son of a bitch he's tough he's gritty he's 154 right yeah yeah um and so like 
the thing about it is, like, not a lot of head movement, not a lot of side to side, kind of stays on the line, kind of sits in the pocket. So, like, I don't think he's going to make it to the elite levels, but he could. He has, he Combinations are fantastic. Punching power is really good. Uh, he won by unanimous decision. Oh, yeah, like I said, that unanimous decision. Uh, the cards were way too close. Um, so, fun fighter. We'll see what he does next. Uh, that was a good one to watch. And then the big news. Well, hold on. The mini big news. Oh. In a way, Donaire 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that, I, every, was that your I, big news? No, no. Uh, I, everyone's very excited for that fight, and I should be, but, like, I just, uh, I just don't see how Inoue just doesn't destroy him. Destroy him like June seventh like badly. June seventh in Japan, so it's like going to be a Tuesday morning fight on Top Rank. Is that right? I think that's how that works. I, they do, they do their fights on what like the fifth is a Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's a twenty. Well, it's no, Tuesday it's, night in Japan, like a big like fight night or something. I guess I don't know. I don't know. That, that that happened on the last in a way fight, right? Yeah, I, I mean, top, I gotta say, I mean, as much as we most of our guys are top ranked guys that we like, I mean, they're just doing a terrible job with him. Like <laughs> he should be fighting. He needs more U.S. exposure. Well, I mean, I guess the money's there, right? I mean, they're probably making. Yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like yeah, they're true. selling out arenas over there. Like who? Like what do they care? Yeah, that's true. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and uh, our other bigger dance, we have it. We have uh, Thunder Down. I mean, I, I I didn't coin it, but I mean, I started throwing it out there. Thunder Down Under, baby. Haney Cambosis, yeah. June 4th in the U.S., June 5th in Australia because of the time difference. Um yeah, man, we're getting it. There, there will be there will be no more disputed. Uh, Cambosis is putting the belts on the line against Haney and his belt, sure. And uh, <laughs> however you want to look at it, yeah, it's happening. They had uh, and what's what's crazy? So hit because uh, I, I I was trying to segue that in the Burchell fight. Uh, you had uh, our our boy man, our boy Tiafimo was. Uh, was the guest the guest uh, on on the um, top rank desk? Yeah, yeah. state state of boxing because ESPN doesn't really care about boxing, so they don't do the, any of the post game on live TV. You got to go to the app. Yeah, you have to go and to the he app, was yeah. he was just kind of going on and on. Like he got hurt, like he had surgery again, and it was just kind of more you know more excuses. Like you know they fought this hurt and all these things, but you know I mean he was trying to look at the bright side of things, and you know he's going to dominate one forty and. He just needs to get healthy and take his time and all this stuff. You know, all this stuff you want to hear these guys say. And then the cameras go off and our, our, uh, the, our, our, the fight hype guys, I, the guy, I always forget the guy's name that's on uh, Porter's podcast. Um, always reminds which, me of our buddy one? Lou. Always remind me of our buddy Lou. He just, all, all he needs oh, is a car. Sean, Sean um, uh, what's his name? Sean, I always forget his other, last the name. The other Sean? Yeah, throw 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 a cardigan on him, and he's our buddy Lou. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that guy. But Sean Zytel. Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get him. They get they get Tio off off it, and they're asking about uh, his thoughts on the Cambo on Cambosis Haney, and he goes he, he reverts right back to old Tio about how uh, oh it's t- Taylor made fight for Haney. Uh, 
they set that shit up. Uh, that's why, you know, that's why my fight was a scam. They put the belts on Cambosis so it would be easier for Haney to get them uh, over there on the zone. And everyone's going nuts like, oh, my God, what is this guy's deal? And then his dad's on fight hype once again with the, oh, my son had a hole in his lung and uh, nah, like all this Oh, I, I just hope I just hope Tio Tio gets help. <laughs> I, I, he's a he's a good kid, and obviously he's not getting it from Papa Bear unless it's just a sham, just to keep their uh, their stuff going on. I I I don't know, but um, the so they so it's all the, a scam for Dazon to hold this undisputed fight and put the belts on Haney, and uh, <laughs> Top Rank comes in and Top Rank signs Haney to a three fight deal with Camposis, and now they're hosting the fight. Hilarious. I mean, this is absolutely hilarious. There were so many great memes of like T.O.P. like crying and stuff and all these things. Yeah. But yeah, so DAZN, uh, DAZN couldn't come to terms because they didn't want to spend the money without getting certain rights to the fight. So the top rank deal, top rank already had a deal in place and negotiated with the stadium out in Australia to move because they moved a, a, a football event out of there for this thing. So it was okay. it was all set. Like this whole everyone everyone was arguing about how. Uh, People that said, "Oh, Team Haney doesn't realize the fight's gone." Like, no, it was gone. Like, it, it was Lomachenko's, and then a war broke out, and that's that's why it became an option. Right. But uh, yeah, top right. So Haney did what he said. He's taking Loma's deal, so he's taking a lot less money than Cambosis, and uh, he's they're fighting in Australia. If Haney wins, he's got to fight him again in Australia. And uh, there's a third. Uh, he's under contract for a third fight with Tom Reich. And the thought is, if if Haney were to win both fights against Cambosis, they they would set up a Lomachenko fight for that third fight. Or if he were to decide to move up and wait, I mean, they got a bunch. Of, you know, they got Tio at 140. Imagine imagine those guys fighting on top rank at 140. Whew. So you know, it's a uh, pretty wild. That and that that spurred on uh, some of our Twitter. Uh, our, our, yeah, our, so, our Twitter exchanges. So, so my only commentary there, um, as you said, you know Haney, and and we've been saying it like, dude, like if you if you're all about it, like what else is there for you to accomplish other than unify these belts? Forget the zone, forget Matchroom, forget Eddie Hearn, go where you got to go, forget the money, and just go go for the glory, and that's exactly what he did. He yeah, and we've been, I mean left, I don't I, I from. Ever, ever since, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the Linares fight, even before then, like, or even when he fought Gamboa, like, I I've been a starch defender of Devin Haney. So, oh, yeah. you know, outside of, except for when now, the last few months, it seems like this, him pricing himself out stuff. And maybe that was just DAZN. Maybe it was really DAZN's I doing. I think, well, obviously it was because. Yeah, like, DAZN threw it, like, a lot that, of money like, at a hey, lot of these fighters. Haney when they... kept saying, like, I'll take whatever deal, I'll take whatever deal. And then no deal was getting done. And we're like, Devin, you're all talk. And, like, stop, stop chirping if you're not going to back it up. Yeah. But apparently it was, it was his handlers and he got new handlers. And so. Yeah, he's, made the, he made the fight happen. One. It's a good, yeah, it's a good. So he's, good. He's get, he's making it happen. Yeah. Um, and he he switched over, like you said, the three fight deal with with uh top rank, and so now he's gonna go fight Cambosis for the belt. So good on him to, to to just clear the hurdle 
Go 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 for the glory, man. That's awesome. I'm I'm super pumped for him for that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and I mean, can't and listen and 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 people that are like, ah, oh, Cambosis had no choice to fight. Cambosis could have fought a mandatory and just fought over there against the bum. Like he he said he was going to fight a top guy in his title defense and all. Like everyone, everything he said from the fight after he beat To, he did. He said, yeah, "I'm the emperor." Yeah. He said, "My next fight will be in Australia. It will be on my terms." And you're coming, you're coming to me. Like all that, like there is nothing. Like everyone's like, oh, like he's getting. Everyone's like, oh, he's got a big head, blah blah blah. Like I don't. He said he, this is all the stuff he was gonna do. Like I don't, I don't understand. Like that's, I. It, it blew and, my mind that Cambosis was getting it. And everybody, I know people were getting annoyed. Like the fight date was set, it just wasn't announced. Like they, for the last two months, June fifth has been the date. It was just who, who, you know, get. They were trying to get the final details done for Loma. And then the you know the war broke out. So then it was trying to figure out who was going to take his place. Like, and he fought in December or the right yeah you know, the last week in December or November, right? So December, January, February, March, April, May, June. You know, six six and a half months. I mean, that's basic. Unless your name is Canelo, uh, what do you call it, Xander Zayas or Navarrete? Like, that's pretty par for the course of how often guys are fighting now. Tim so. Zou. You know, yeah, no, I I don't know that that I I I thought Cambosis was getting a bad a bad rap there, and again I I thought us being labeled as uh, Haney haters uh, were was a little ridiculous since we've yeah. constantly defended him. Yeah, agreed. But um, it's fine. Yeah, I think I think and I think this is a great fight for both of them. I think Haney again Haney's a very good technical fighter, a good counter, good good with counters. You know, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of pop, and like Cambosis is going to come. You know, he's he's aggressive. He's going to come forward. So that's that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see who takes advantage of the other guy's style because that's perfect for Haney to fight off the back foot to counter him to set traps. But at the same time, Cambosis, like you know, like if if Cam- if he can take Tio's power, I mean, you know, he can be aggressive and not have to not to have a lot of worry that that Haney's gonna you know gonna drop him. So I, I think it's a a very evenly matched fight. I mean, I think I would favor favor Haney here uh obviously I don't think I'll change that like I think I'll I'll pick Haney all the way um but you know again I, I think uh I think Cambos is, is a you know is legit like I don't I don't think the T.O. fight was just a flash in the pan like I think he matches up well here yeah um the only thing I wanted to do is just go over the history of these belts again so this is this will be for unification undisputed um and this is where a lot of like the the angst and the debate comes from in the whole like Haney, which did not realize how deep the Haney cult ran. Wow, oh, this, it is it's hilarious. You want me? But, oh, wait, uh, so I, I want, got it. Can we play? Well, I was gonna say, can we play a fun game? Because I didn't even research it. Can we see how close I get? Okay. The W B A title. Lomachenko won in May of 2018. Is that accurate? I, 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 I'm starting with the WBC. All right, God, you, you, you do, okay. do your thing. So, so uh, what was it? Uh, Mikey or Garcia or Danny Garcia? <laughs> Mikey Garcia. Yeah, thank you. He Mikey just eats Garcia. like Danny Garcia. What's that? <laughs> he eats like Danny Garcia. <laughs> So Mikey Garcia drops the WC belt to move up. So to avoid um, Lomachenko, go ahead. <laughs> and so WBC is like, all right, we're gonna have uh, a little like uh, to- basically tournament 
uh, and with Haney's little crew to go with to see who gets a chance to fight Luke Campbell for the WBC. In the meantime, Loma unifies the other uh, t- two of the others, right? Um, and so they're like, "Well, guess what?" Devin Haney's crew, which Devin Haney had yet to fight for the number one contender spot. Uh, although it looked like it was probably like given he was going to win that. But um, they were like, well, Loma's going to fight Luke Campbell. And that's going to be for the vacant WC belt. In August so, August 30th of 2019. Right. And and so after that happens, and Devin Haney wins that little tournament, and he's like, well, that should be my belt. And they're like, uh, I guess they like start having like I don't know some kind of like moral remorse or something, and they're like, "Well, uh, yeah, you're. I, I see what you're saying. So we're gonna change Loma's title to a franchise belt, and we're gonna give Devin Haney this interim title, and we promise, we promise. The WBC itself said that because uh, in the meantime. Uh, Tio wins the IBF off off of Comey in December, and so, and they're like, "All right, we promise that Tio and Loma is for undisputed, like or unif- undisputed unified. We promise it's it's true. Don't worry about what the belt that we just interim gave Correct. Devin Haney. Correct. Like that's what that's what they're saying the whole time. Like we promise this is a, a undisputed fight. So Tio wins. Everyone's calling him undisputed. The, the 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 Haney cult is saying, oh, that's a whole top rank work. That's a whole top rank work. Which they those those organizations and the the networks do work together, but they're like, oh, that that's a that's just a top rank job, and they're like, okay, so now we're saying it's disputed between Combosis now and Haney when and if you look on their website, they're calling. Combosis, the franchise champion, yep. and Haney, the champion. The so it's like, yeah, okay, that's that's cool. Like, they, yeah, they totally dropped the interim title from Haney. So, well, I I think I think you're like ninety five percent accurate there with what you what you came up with. Okay. So. All right. What's the well? What's the well? I think the way that I think that what happened was I, I think up until the Luke Campbell thing is right, but I think that. Um, because when when Loma like Lomachenko and the WBC like they were obviously after he beat Campbell, the goal was to get the fourth belt. So rather than them not get additional sanctioning fees for fights because he wasn't going to take a mandatory, which he just won the belt in on August thirtieth of twenty nineteen, uh, they were setting up the, the the undisputed fight for April or May of twenty twenty. So, like, that's where I get in the fight with people like, ah, oh, he was dodging Haney forever. It's like, he literally won the belt and the world shut down five and a half months later. Like, where where is this time frame that he avoided Devin Haney? But from what I understand is that Haney and the guy that he was fighting in that tournament, that final round, instead of fighting in a final eliminator to be a mandatory for that belt, they petitioned for it to be for the interim title. Oh yeah, because, that, Lo- yeah, that's, because Lomachenko that's right. wasn't going to be available to fight anyway because he was going to be fighting for the undisputed. He was going to be fighting the winner of Comey and Lopez, which people can say what they want, but like that happens all the time. Like um, 
like Canelo ain't fighting a mandatory. He's not fighting mandatories for those belts in between. He went and fought all the champions. Like you get the the the, the you know the sanctioning well, bodies if you have a if you have like, if there's a if there's a big fight to be had with their belts involved, then they're not going to stop it with a mandatory. So uh, I don't and people that are like, oh well. Even even if you, or you you don't like that, it came Loma, down to them wanting more money. WBC. Yeah, and even if you don't like that, Loma leapfrog those guys to get Campbell. Like, okay, whatever. But to be like, oh well, you know, Haney was deserving of the next shot. It's like, well, wh- why wasn't wh- why why was why was Lomachenko's WBA mandatory not next in line? Like, why why is the why is the mandatory of the belt that he won literally three months earlier? Why is that guy first in line? Like he had three belts, so like he's got three mandatories in theory. I, it's just so dumb. It's like, listen, the the W. I look at it this way: uh, the WBC. I understand if you're a, if you're a hardcore Haney fan, I understand being upset about it. I, I mean, the WBC themselves have like referred to him as like their junior, like like national champ. Like they like they they like they've but, they, they, they they've they've yeah. told. I've been saying this a lot lately. Like they've told them themselves. Like they literally just want sanctioning fees out of Devin, and it's unfortunate for Devin, but it is what it is. Uh, but people that are like, ah, oh, you know, he earned that this and that. It's like, well, we get to settle all that finally. Yeah. So, so it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be settled. And I'll end. I think I, I think I, I think we said it in one of our first few podcasts. I was like, if anyone's like Floyd Mayweather, if we're gonna compare like styles, like I think it's Haney over anybody else. Like he doesn't have the early pop that uh, that that pretty boy Floyd had, but like the reflexes, the defense, like I mean, he's good, man. There's a reason, you know. That's that's a reason why I think uh, like him what's and, his name? Him and Shakur, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's true. I was thinking of one thirty-five, but yeah, I mean, I, I still think that's one of the reasons Garcia yeah, didn't want to. Second strictly with one thirty-five, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's what I was doing. So I apologize, but yeah, like that's why I think Garcia didn't, um, you know, exercise his mandatory clause because I think Garcia that was a that's a you know a year and a half ago that was a dangerous fight for him because easily could get outpointed by Haney and then all his hype dies. So, yeah. but anyway, it's gonna be good stuff. I'm excited. All right. Well, we wanted to be quick unboxing and here we are 33 minutes so i blame that on you (laughs) um all right let's move right along to march madness oh man Um, so i'm gonna let you be the star of the show here uh for uh, let's just real quick recap your re-picks from last week uh so i had texas tech over duke while we were live watching um uh duke won that game so right in the shitter uh, my final four, my final four picks were Texas Tech, North Carolina, okay, um, Villanova, and go. Providence. So, fifty percent, uh, not too terrible, but yeah, it was pretty wild. I I got a, I got my uh, one of my buddies, uh, my man Kyler, uh, gave me a call Friday, Friday morning, and had an extra ticket to uh, the games at Wells Fargo, which was St. Pete's, Purdue, and Carolina UCLA, which was, I mean, you couldn't be more perfect. You know, Seton Hall, the the Cinderella story of the tournament, St. Pete's, Seton Hall's next coach, Shaheen Holloway, against, you know, Big Ten. And then my, uh, you know, my one of my favorite teams since, you know, 90, you know, early 90s when I first started watching college basketball because of those baby, baby blue jerseys, Carolina versus UCLA, which is just two classic blue blood um, programs, man. And, uh, man, the atmosphere is crazy. I've been, I've been to an NBA finals game 
And, uh, I mean, this was close. Like, you could, it just felt different. And, uh, you know, we had in our section, you know, we had Purdue. We had uh, some older ladies from Purdue that were great. And, you know, right in front of us was some, you know, a couple, uh, this one gentleman, he was like 80 years old. He's a St. Saint, Saint Peter's alumni with his son. Like, you could just, like, it was just, you could, you could just tell how stressful it was for them with, like, actual rooting interest in that game. And, yeah. like, we're just going nuts because it's both games come down, you know, to the last two minutes. St. Pete's, again, man, they just, they just won't crack. Like, anything Purdue throws at them, they wouldn't crack, man. And, uh, they ended up taking it because I, because I think it's Purdue. The crazy coaching. part was Purdue like not riding that big seven footer who like yeah got a basket every time. They every time he every time he caught he's it, got an easy th- dunk, and then they were yeah. just like, "Yeah, ride the bench for this guy who thinks he's a keem." Mo, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, it was funny because my buddy Kyler, he, he had a great stat. He's like, you know, when he uh, when he when he turns to his left and goes up, he shoots like ten percent. When he goes the other way, he's like. 70 percent and man he, he kept going he kept going the 10 percent way so not a not a great look for that guy but yeah man that was awesome to get carolina ucla it was probably the first half may have been the cleanest smoothest half of basketball i've ever was watched good. there wasn't a stoppage for the first 11 minutes of the game yeah like they had to do the under 16 and the under 12 at like at the same time at like 10 and a half minutes it was wild yeah um and, uh, you know, UCLA, UCLA would go up like five and then Carolina would, would cut it down or go up by one. UCLA would stretch it out again. And in the last three minutes, man, like Caleb Love, I mean, he was on, he was insane the entire second half, but he's just knocking down threes. Uh, Baycock is just getting offensive boards all over the place. And they just, they just made more plays at the end and, uh, and they took the game, but it was, it was awesome. And then, uh. My buddy, my buddy Rich, listener of the pod, his his daughter went to Carolina, so he's you know got he's got got the the ties there. Uh, gave me gave me a text on uh, on Saturday that he he got tickets, so I got to go again Sunday to St. Pete's Carolina, which was just awesome. Now we're at the Elite Eight. Um, you know that game was just a blow. It see it just seemed like I don't know if the if St. Pete's I don't know <coughs> that the moment got too big for them. But I feel like like they just looked a little whether it was worn down or you know a lot of layups and floaters that they didn't miss in the previous three games just kept falling a little bit short, and you know Carol and Carolina just offensively was just was just too much between between Love. Uh, Brady Manic and then and Baycock I think Baycock had 20, 20 and twenty seven or something insane like twenty points and twenty seven rebounds just now he had seventeen rebounds in the first half it was crazy so um, Carolina wins a blowout uh, awesome I, I I think I texted you guys I would trade five straight NCAA appearances for an Elite Eight run yeah like the energy the energy was just nuts so I, I can only imagine what it would be if you know, you had true root, and again, I mean, I have it for Carolina, obviously, but like, you know, if 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 we were to go for like our alma mater, like I, it would just be insane. So uh, that was my weekend. But then on the other side of the brackets, I mean, obviously Villanova, of course, like playing five guys and Diakonos, like you know, loser brother who stinks. Baycott went for twenty and twenty two. Twenty twenty two, okay. Um, but yeah, Nova, you know. 
absolutely just dismantles. Um, I forget who it was they played on the one side of the first night. Um, oh, Michigan. Like, yeah, dismantle Michigan. And Houston, I mean, it was like a, a you know, between like a 7 and 11-point game, most of it. Houston got it down, I think, to four at one point. But, I mean, you know, Nova gets in there. Unfortunately, I think, is it Justin Moore that blew yeah. out his Achilles? Yep. So that's, I mean, that's that's unfortunate. I, I, I like him. I like his game. And now they actually have to play, probably have to play Dak and his brother, like actual minutes. Um, Jay Wright's the best coach in the country. Anyone that wants to argue that, I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know how I don't know how you can even debate it. Like the guy literally is going to the Final Four, only playing five guys, none of which are probably really NBA guys, and he just gets it done, man. Just because they they just don't beat themselves. Like I I, I there there is no debate. I, and I, I you know with Coach K here, everybody it, it's it's Jay Wright. It's Jay Wright's world. Everybody else, every other coach is just living in it at this point. And then Kansas won. They beat Ed Cooley and they beat Providence in the Sweet 16. And then they smashed them. Uh, yeah, then they absolutely demolished Miami in the uh, second half of the other game. So sets up. Uh, we got Nova, Nova, Kansas on one side, who the, Nova's last two championship runs have gone through Kansas. Um, I mean, Jay Wright's going to win with four guys and Diakonos just like coach, coach's award brother, right? Like that's going to happen. Uh, Boy, or do I you think know. this Kansas team's got something different? I, I think Kansas is going to win because I just, ma- even even without making any mistakes, even with getting the calls, as, as Nova will again do both, not not make any mistakes and they'll get the calls. I Kansas is just so much longer that like when you have when you're only playing with four and a half guys, five and a half guys, like. You're gonna get in foul. Like, you almost have to get in foul trouble because they're just so much longer. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think Kansas. I think it'll be close, and then Kansas wins by like twelve. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah I'm picking Nova. I don't care. Like, I'm not. I'm just done picking against Jay Wright. I'm done. It's over. Not uh, I'm not, I'm not even holding it up for debate anymore. Yeah. So that's just where. That's just where I am. I mean, they've owned he's owned self in the last six years. I think he'll continue to do that. Okay. And then on the other side, the the bigger question, the other side. First time ever in NCAA tournament history, Duke is playing Carolina. My God. They've never played in the tournament before? Never played in the tournament before. First time. This is the first time they're playing in the tournament. I, Could, I thought I thought I saw that on ESPN, but then I thought it said since like night. I thought it said the first time they played was 1987 or something. No, that's I, everything that I've seen. That is, um, is I got that, you. that. Yeah, this is the first time. Uh, K J or Coach K's career is on the line. Every game, you know, here is 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 is, a, is the end of the line for him. Uh, Hubert Davis. Played in the Final Four for the Tar Heels. Now he's coach in his first year as a coach. Is now coaching in the Final Four. Uh, it's going to be awesome, man. Um, Eric Church is canceling his canceling his tour date for it, which is just shows how big the game is. I um, I mean, fuck Duke, but 
the game's going to come. I'm going to pick Carolina to win. I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns here. I'm going to go Carolina. Even though it's perfect for a handing up the passing of the torch, Jay Wright, Coach K, the national title game here. Like, it's just this is just tailor-made for this to happen. But um, I, the, the, the game's going to come down to whose guard is just hotter. It, you know, I think Duke, I think Roach is is the, the barometer for those guys against good teams. Um, he was in, just insane against Texas Tech. Like I think I don't think he's a pro, and they have three pros in their starting lineup. Duke, like Ben Carroll, obviously their best player. But I think if when Roach is just feeling it with floaters hitting jump shots, I, I just don't think you can beat them. And similar on the Carolina side, when Caleb Love has it going, I, again I think they're just really tough to beat because Manic's gonna get his, Baycock's gonna do what he's gonna do. You know, being just that utility guy around the basket. And that's going to be fun watching him and Williams go at it, but yeah. So I, I mean, I think I think those are the X factors. Who 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 shows up between Roach and and Caleb Love? So you're picking UNC. <laughs> I'm gonna pick UNC. Yeah, fuck Duke. Yeah, I. You're gonna I go kinda, Duke. No, nah, I think I'm gonna go. Well, how about this? For your sake, I'll pick Duke. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen. I think, I think, I think Duke. Duke. I think... I, I'm on the fly. I'm picking Duke. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna go North like Carolina because, I mean, just to remind everybody in in Coach K's final home game, UNC just came and blew the doors off of Duke. They ended up winning what ninety four eighty one, and uh, it was that was like a, that was a that was a fun meltdown. And then Duke, Coach K swore that their season was not over after that, and there was work left to be done. And Sure enough, here they are meeting in the final four, apparently for the first time ever in the, in the tournament. I I I think I mean I I saw that on ESPN and then I was like I don't know. Their their graphics were weird the day that I saw it and I was like, "Wait, am I reading this right?" But um any any hoodles. Um can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah, man, I am uh I'm excited, dude. It's going to be fun. One shining yeah. moment's going to be wild. Uh, I mean, God, it's crazy. St. Pete's going to be all over it. Um, yeah, man, I can't, I can't wait. It's so, oh man, I, to to play Carolina, like all those guys got boxes of like stuff shipped from Michael Jordan for the final oh, four. Yeah? It's like just like boxes of shirts and shoes. I'm like, ah, if only. All right. So funny, if I, funny, I, funny. I was six six with long arms, Jo. Uh, that's what Gove said on prom night. Uh, hey you. Hey you. Zing. All right, next. We done here. We wrapping this up. Yeah, you're on sad. a roll. You're on a roll with hoops. So the NBA catch and shoot. Um, only gonna start out with how did the Sixers lose tonight? They were up by a couple versus the Bro, Pistons. Just embarrassing and... to the Pistons. Like they, they ain't got it. Yeah. What are they? They're just not. They just don't got it. I mean, I don't think they're. I really don't. I don't think they're tanking these games on purpose. Um, Why would they? Uh, I mean, I, I think. I think there's a very conscious eye on the one and two seeds in the East because Brooklyn's lurking at seven and eight. Oh. Okay. I mean, do you want to see? I mean, do you want to see Kevin Durant? Do you think? Like, do you think Miami wants to see Durant in the first round? So people are trying to get out of playing the Nets. Possibly. I mean, I'm not saying I don't think that's what happened tonight, but I I think there's teams that are looking at it and being like, eh, Chicago first round, Kevin Durant first round. <laughs> the NBA sucks. If that's uh, you know what the problem the problem is the the bench isn't great, 
And and they listen. They that that was going to happen when you gave up Drummond and Curry. Harden isn't great. I mean, he's played better the last two games, but you know they just don't. Uh, I, I don't like. I mean, I hate Doc Rivers again. He, you know, the other night against Brook, you know, they lose to the Bucks. I mean, it went by two. Giannis with just an incredible block on Embiid at the end. Oh, again, Harden and Embiid yeah. come up come up small in the last thirty seconds of a basketball game. But you know, Doc doesn't play. Paul doesn't. I, I don't. I, I don't. You're never going to find a podcast that talks as much about basketball. Paul Reed as, as this podcast does. But last last game, last time they played the Bucks, he held Giannis to four of eleven shooting. Paul and Reed. Did. He doesn't get a single minute of burn against the Bucks the other night because Doc just plays these old these old dudes who suck. Like DeAndre Jordan, teams are our teams are people thought I was harsh and be like, oh, like come on, like what you know what what's what's DeAndre hurt? Teams are shooting seventy three percent at the rim on the Sixers when DeAndre Jordan's in the game. Like he's just not that guy anymore. Like Paul Millsap he's is just literally not. He is weekend at Bernie's guy. guy. Yeah, he is weekend at Bernie's guy. Like he, he, it's you his corpse like out there playing. It just sucks, man. And they as just, in, you know, as in Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, Maxi. I, you know, I love Maxi, but he, you know, I, th- I think it's, it's sh- in uh, in in some of these bigger games. You know, I, I think Maxi's he's felt, not that guy. Any? Oh wait, sorry. That shut was up. He's thing. felt that intensity. Um, <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, man. It's it's. I'm down on him. I uh, I just hope. Yeah, you know, I hope they get out of the first round and give themselves a chance here because. A lot of talks, and again, I—that's I, another reason why I like the Harden trade, because you don't have to commit to him. Like his contract could come off your books if he doesn't opt in, and you can just—you have that money to go sign another. If you wanted to go sign Bradley Beal, you could go do that. Whereas the Simmons situation, trading him for spare parts and bad contracts would preclude you from doing that. So, you know, we'll see. I'm down on Philly, but what else? Give me, give me, give me something else for the NBA because that. Just a pre- I'm just playoff P is pandemic P. He's back. Paul George is back. Uh, Utah's up thirty the other night in his first game back, and they lose. I, they're playing the Lakers right they now. In, Utah's up thirty, and then Utah blows the lead to pandemic P. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah which yeah. is and, and Reggie Jackson, and now Utah's playing the Reggie! Lakers. Reggie. Yeah. Remember that uh, Sherman Clump? Remember that yeah. nutty Reggie? Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, who was that? Was uh, Game Blouses was the comedian, right? That was Reggie, right? Dave Chappelle played him, right? Um, wait, what? Wasn't Reggie the comedian that in in uh, in uh, the clump went up there and then started making yeah. fun of? Yeah. I think it was Dave Chappelle or that played that guy. Oh, really? I think so. I could be wrong. Okay, I'll look that we'll, up. We'll Keep put going. We'll, we'll we'll put one of our uh, our secretaries on that. Um, Tori Teddy, if you're listening, find that out for us. Uh, yeah, and now they're playing. It's so funny. Then Mitchell comes out after the game and goes, same shit, man. Same shit as last year, which, I mean, nobody's been talking about blowing up the Jazz more than me uh, over the last, like, two years and how this team just doesn't doesn't work when you're paying uh, a center 40, you know, a, a huge max contract and he just constantly costs you games because he can't guard. He can't actually guard anybody when it matters. And Mitchell's just – I don't believe in Mitchell – but like I can't imagine what he's gonna say if they lose this Lakers game uh, with no LeBron. Uh, oh yeah, that was Dave Chappelle. Good call. Uh, boom! I'm great. And you know what? I totally forgot. Carla Purdy was Jada Pinkett Smith. That's right. Yes, sir. Um, what else? What else? Anything else? What else in the NBA? 
You tell me, boss. This is the least NBA uh, I've watched. In they're like starting, like, uh, yeah, they're the the nerds and everybody. They're really getting the uh, the Jokic uh, pro MVP stuff out, which is hilarious. I saw uh, he's now the betting favorite, which is embarrassing. Really? But, yeah, but I've seen it, the, the real the funny. Game. Yeah, the funny stat is that that team is shit against like teams over five hundred. They just play hard. Like all these role guys around him play hard, so they beat all the bad teams, and they don't have they don't have hiccups like the Sixers had tonight, where they lost to Detroit. But the Sixers are like twenty three and like fifteen against teams over five hundred. So like mm. they they play better against good teams and beat good teams, and they're gonna give it to Jokic. And then I'm, I I fell in love with Jokic last year when he tried to punch uh, what's his face, the dude the little uh, campaign on the Suns to get the referee's attention. I was like, ah, I'm never going to talk bad about him again. And they're going to give him this MVP and I'm just going to hate him again. So that didn't last very long. Good thing. I didn't make a, an Uhtred blood oath on that. Rookie of the year, Evan Mobley minus three. Uh, I think they're going to give it to Scotty Barnes. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, he's not the betting favorite. John Morant is most improved betting favorite. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, I still defensive, think it's probably- defensive is Marcus smart. Yeah, he's turned it up. I feel that I feel like he missed too many games for that to be a thing. And why but. is this 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 app doesn't even have MVP available? Oh, really? Uh, I'm gonna go to my other app. Jokic Jokic was like minus 150, and like MB was like minus 110 or something as of like the other, after they lost to the Bucks. Uh, you know, frustrating. Um, yeah, which yeah yeah score 37 points and you're you drop in the MVP yeah. And they went. I think. I think the Bucks went on like an looks, eighteen. Looks like it's closed. None of my none of my betting apps even have MVP anymore. Yeah. The Bucks went on like an eighteen-five run when Embiid came out of the game at the end of the third quarter into the fourth quarter. But I mean, he's not valuable. He doesn't matter. So that's gonna bother me. Uh, LeBron and AD are supposed to come back tomorrow. So they're 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 flipping back and forth with the Spurs for the ten seed. Lake, so. Lakers in four. That's fun. That'd be fun. I'll throw yeah, if they if they get the eight seed, I'll probably throw another twenty on that with Tory against the Suns. I'll bet on the Lakers. Uh, anybody? Else? I mean, I think the East. I mean, the the top five seeds are just going to be juggling here for the rest of the the season. I think there's six or seven games left, so we'll see who uh, who ends up. I I think it's going to be uh, the Celtics and the Bucks are going to be the top two seeds. I think Miami. I think Miami is going to be smart with Butler and Lowry. And sit them Having some fish games. fight each other on the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tyrese Maxey broke broke key culture, which is amazing. Um, All right, yeah. we we ready? Yeah, let's roll. Let's roll. All right. Vroom, vroom, vroom. No, 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 no. NHL half clappers. Just oh, a that, couple yeah. couple quick comments. Um, over the weekend, last weekend, uh, we're recording this uh, March thirty first. This is not an April Fool's joke, but. Nathan McKinnon got in a fight last week and, like, injured his hand. Um, but sure enough, uh, he 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 came back, so he, he's back. And this is after, like, he had some concussion issues and stuff, so why is he getting in fights? I, I don't know. Um, but, you know, Avalanche are still big, you know, favorite out west. Um, other than that, I was at the Penguin game. Funny enough, you funny that you yeah, were you in a was. game. Yeah, you was. Yeah, it was Ben Roethlisberger night, so that was hilarious. Um, against the Rangers, and like I, I just sitting there just boozing with 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 fellow bankers. I'm just sitting there realizing like 
Yeah, the Rangers are going to be beat us in the first round. It's just it's just going to happen. <coughs> like, Stop that. I don't want to hear that kind of talk on my podcast. It's going to be five years in a row where we get bounced in the first round. It's just going to be like, well, okay. So we clearly going to have to fire a good good coach, aren't we? So that's 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 the hill I'm going to die on. But I, I hope I'm wrong. I would love you're to be wrong. wrong. You're dead wrong. Uh, uh, you're hey, dead wrong. You know what? Have this be an, another uh, Stanley Cup run. That would be great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, but that's all. That's that's all the half clappers I wanted to touch on. But hey, I you know what? I I did have a quick MLB note, and it's just it's just me griping about the Pirates. Okay. So um, MLB.com wrote some uh, some good stuff uh, about teams uh, like like keeping players or not keeping players, etc. Um, and I gave everyone grades. So for the Pirates, here's what they wrote. With a $56 million payroll, the Pirates could add $62 million for Car- Carlos Correa and Freddie Freeman to bump their payroll to $118 million, which would only be $2 million higher than it was in 2015. Mm. Since, since then, the Pirates have done nothing except methodically pay less and less for a quote-unquote major league team. From 116 million to 109 to 104 to 84 to 70 to 62 to 56. Frankly, it's distasteful. The only reason the grade is this high is because they kept Brian Reynolds, grade D. And guess what? Before I could even read this on the podcast, the Pirates are now shopping Brian Reynolds, Love the it. one the one guy in this write up they gave them credit for keeping. So, huzzah! Good good job, Buckos. Um, and that's all I had to say on that. Well said. Uh, Phillies in six. Oh, and everyone's favorite minute in podcasting. Life is a highway. It's really dry in my basement tonight. I could hear it in your throat. It's dry. I don't know it's why. I think it's because I got my night. insulation all ripped out because of some, some nonsense going on down here. Um, but... All right, I didn't do my full write-up, so I'm going to ad-lib this a little bit. So, <coughs> NASCAR pit stop, folks. NASCAR. Hey, NAS- Penguins win yeah. in overtime. Uh, Are you ready? Yes. 10, 9, 8, 76. Oh, come on, man. I set that uh, up for you. Damn it. I wasn't ready. I thought we were going to do it in unison. Uh, uh, you're the worst. Uh, my bad. All right. Three, I'm too busy watching the Penguins win. One, go. So last week was Circuit of America's in Texas road course. Uh, great race. The the corners, the elevation changes, so much fun. Uh, it came down to the end. Uh, uh, it was a really good race. And Ross Chastain, kind of out of nowhere, uh, great car all day, took out Almendinger and Alex Bowman at the end for the win. I had no problem with it. I thought it was awesome. We had Austin Sindrick for a big win. He was probably the best car all day. And, again, we keep picking these guys who are, like, really strong, and we just can't get lucky for the win. It's really frustrating. So we lost three units there. We're down minus 18 on the year. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, this week this week is Richmond. 0. 0.7. Uh, the track is 0. 0.75 miles. It's relatively flat. Should be a fun one with this new car. So we're going Truex Jr. plus 1,000, Hamlin at plus 1,200, Redick at plus 1,200, and Blaney at plus 1,300. I don't know if I got it under a minute there, but... Yeah. Two seconds to spare, Broham. Okay, cool. Love it. Nice. 
dude, we, it's, it's, I'm having, like, these have been pretty good races, and, like, I just walk away pissed, because our guy is right there for the wind, like, every week, and then it just doesn't happen, and I'm just, like, I'm just, like, flipping tables, and, like, throwing my hands up and walking away. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Now time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Parlay, 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 parlay. Yeah. Dude, that sounded like a, like a ring wraith right there because yeah. the dryness. Yeah, in the it did actually, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait till you hear the replay of that. Uh, yeah, uh, now I'm exaggerating it too much. Oh man. One more, one more, one more breather week to reset for us. Yeah, we're not doing a parlay. Yeah. We, 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 one more hiatus week. Just, just hit the we reset just, we just need to. We just need to reset ourselves. All right, so let's finish beer one. Finish. Done. Ready for beer Dunsies. two. Assume positions. Ready? Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, people watching around the world. Generation X proudly brings to you three, two, one. Uh, I don't know why I did the DX thing when I have an El Segundo broken skull, but here we are. Or why you wouldn't have started with that when you did the Austin lead-in. Well, I thought about that, but I, I didn't care about consistency. I wanted the, the more alcohol he's, uh, first. He's fighting, this week. He's, he's, he's fighting this weekend. Stone Cold? He's he's involved in some type of thing at WrestleMania where he may be taking some bumps. WrestleMania is this week? Yeah, it's this weekend. By bumps, Sa- do you mean cocaine? Saturday and <laughs> <laughs> No, but I like where your head's at. Um No, like he's actually gonna like wrestle and like potentially have mo- like he's not gonna be in a match, but like it's definitely gonna be some type of street fight kind of scenario, like K or like contained. Like Rocky Five? Basically, yeah. Is he gonna Actually, probably exactly a... like Rocky Five in every way possible. Is he going to Stone Cold stunt? He's going to pull a stunner out on some Oh, uh, for sure. Well, the guy, the guy that he's having this like thing. Can with he stun is... McMahon? If he's there, this guy Kevin Owens that he's wrestling, I believe, is uh, also does the stunner as a finisher. So it's going to be like stunner versus stunner. Oh, that's bullshit. I agree. He, what is this? He... What is this? Undertaker versus Undertaker in '94? Basically. Uh, that's too bad we never got the diamond cutter versus uh, stunner match we all needed right i'll I'll argue with any i'll argue with anybody that the diamond cutter was the hottest finisher even more so than the stunner how dare you when that when ddp when he put that diamond signal up self high five pops pops and you could just you could just he could just pull that shit off in so many different uh directions just like go from his second prom night yeah, but you know what? R- the RKO is a more fun version of the of the uh, diamond. The cutter, diamond cutter. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Especially, maybe it's just like the social media craze. It's of just the, the RKO it's just the, the athleticism of the guys that he's doing that that Orton does it to. He's just able to do like crazier shit with it. Yeah, I I like it on social media when people like post it and it's like them RKOing somebody like into a swimming pool. Like that, yeah, that, that's, that's cool fun. too. Yeah, that's cool too. <laughs> so, I know, even if it's, it's like totally la- like totally predictable, like I still laugh. I I don't know. I always enjoyed it. That's fun. That's cool, man. Oh like, yeah, he, he's got ones of him doing it to his kid and stuff. It's pretty funny. It's good stuff. <laughs> solid um, solid ski. 
All right, so beer two. So we're starting off with the slap heard around the world. The Will Smith. No, no, we're not. No, we're no, not. No, we, we, <laughs> we, no. I don't. I don't. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the spirit to be to be scolded tonight. Yeah, I mean, I have. Aside from me having a wildly different opinion than the rest of the world, I think Daniel Radcliffe said it best. Like, I'm just incredibly bored with everybody's opinion of it. Like, let's just. <laughs> Who cares? Like, who friggin' cares? Lord. Wait, Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, somebody asked him to. He he did it. So that's the whole point. Somebody asked him, and he's like, look, the last thing this the world needs is another opinion on the Will Smith slap. Like, let's, I, I, he's like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, what did the, tragically bored or something like (laughs) that. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Harry Potter said we all need to move on and this, see if this. we all just if we all just uh, lived our lives like Potter it would be better for it. Harry Potter. So we're uh, that's a great segue. We're actually going to pr- uh, review Harry Potter. No, we're not. Oh, oh uh, dude, I can't wait for that. That podcast. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be a monologue for you because I <laughs> I watched the first one and then stopped. God, come on, what kind of what kind of what kind of parent are you? You haven't gotten your your eight year old into Harry Potter yet. You're being ashamed of yourself. I asked my my siblings if it was appropriate, and they said maybe a little bit inappropriate for for an eight year old. No, stop it. Um, funny thing here. though about that is, so my sister, my little sister, oh, I don't know how old she was when she was reading the books, but my dad heard the big spoiler on the radio, Uh-oh. and and so it was like, hey, a big character dies, and my dad, <laughs> my dad goes, don't worry. It's not that serious, and and <laughs> she's like, we're like, Dad, like I obviously I didn't give a shit because I I wasn't reading the books, but we're all like, yeah. Dad, why would you do that? And and my sister's like, she's like crying. She's like, I didn't read the book yet, Dad. He's like, but you don't know if it's him or not. I I, I could have just be messing. And he's like, like Dad, shut. Like why? Why would you ruin it? Oh my gosh, it was Woody. It was an epically absurd thing in our house, and like it's still the 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 legend of it lives on to this day. Like, why would you do that? Oh man, imagine if oh god, imagine if he would have spoiled uh probably the biggest character death. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh. Well, the does, uh, does Harry the pre- die? The, the third the third prequel movie comes out uh in two weeks. Yeah, I saw a preview for that. I'm like, I'm like, seriously, another Harry Potter movie? So those are prequels, the Dumbledores. Uh, it's uh, Dumbledore, yeah, num- Nimble, Nimble, Dumbledore. Fork? Yeah, yeah, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, it's based on um, basically the the Wizarding World before uh, like Voldemort, really. So it was Dumbledore as a younger man, and um, the danger that the the basically the Voldemort of that time was this dude Grindelwald. And like this was like the first war. What of the, the hell did you just even say? The Dumbledore of that time was this dude Grindelwald. Is Grindelwald. that what you said? What the the Voldemort of that time was Grindelwald. <laughs> what just happened? Okay. I never. Hey, while we're you. rambling, I can't wait for the new Ian Nelms film. Oh yeah, dude. Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. It's gonna. Orlando just, Bloom like... needs to get his ass uh, on season two of uh, what's his name? What's that? What's the Amazon show? Um, something circus, right? Circus? No. Isn't it? Oh, uh, something with the fairies. Uh, so, something row, circus row. Oh, maybe it is circus row. Carnival row. Carnival row, circus. Yes. Yeah, carnival. Yeah. 
Yeah, Carnival. Yeah, yeah close I, enough. Yeah, I wasn't into that. I. Yeah, uh, okay. You're the worst. The fair, the fairy kind of was a it was a weird turn on, but uh, other than that, I, was I like, am just yeah. tragically bored of your takes on movies and TV shows. Hey, okay, okay, Daniel Radcliffe of the podcast over there. <laughs> what? The- All right, we're talking Severance. This Severance. That's the actual beer two topic. Severance. Uh, um, so Apple TV is just speaking of sho- being tragically bored. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Apple TV shelling out, shelling out uh, content and material. Um, they just launched a show probably about eight weeks ago. It is, I believe, produced by Ben Stiller. It is. Yeah, he's or he's a director. Maybe he is the producer as well too. Um, One of those stars. Two. It stars Adam Scott, who is anyone knows he's from. I mean, a great he's, golfer. Yeah, oh wait, he uh, he plays Leslie Nope's uh, husband in Parks and Rec, and he's also um, you know Brent, Brandon or Brendan's brother and stepbrothers. Jared. I'm Jared, and I can sing high like this. And I can sing high. How do people not like Step Brothers? You're so flat, so flat. What am I? What am I spending all this money on lessons? (laughs) And I can sing high. (laughs) Uh, Walkins in it too. John Turturro's in it. Uh, Solid, solid, solid cast for supporting roles for these guys. Um, and the presence, I mean, the, you know, the, uh, the premise of the show, you know, the synopsis is Mark, who is played by Adam Scott, leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided, known as severance, between their work and personal lives. When a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs. So, yeah, let me say this in layman's terms. These people, they work for this company. Lumen. They get a little chip that looks like it's the shape of a pill. They get it surgically implanted into the back of their brains. And so this, there's like a, some kind of electrical Bluetooth force field around the building. Whenever they go into the building, all consciousness of Down themselves. The okay. From all consciousness of themselves from outside of that floor goes away, and Correct. and then they have a separate consciousness that's just them working on that floor. Their innies. So yeah, that's known as their innies, and then their outies is everyone outside of work. So their work life and everything outside of work are two separate consciousness, and they you are not allowed to contact or communicate with yourself. Inside versus outside of work, right? They have they have uh, protocols in place to sniff that stuff out. Yeah. So from there, I will say there's eight episodes out. It's a weekly release. Yes. I I've made it through three, and I am just tragically bored with with this thing. <laughs> I it just to me it's I think it's very I think it's 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 an interesting concept. I think yeah. it's very I think it's very poorly done, but. I, you go ahead and, and and tell me how much you love it. And then no, I'm, no, and I'm I'm six in. I'm two behind. Um, Last Kingdom obviously took precedent over everything, and rewatching the other seasons sixteen times in between took took precedent over everything else. Um, I, I mean, I, I again, it's 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 basically supposed to be, I guess, some type of you know, 
Um, the gist is, you know, that you know people now are so so commingled in their you know not being able to have a work life balance that these people are you know surgically you know, have to basically have you know have their brain cut open to separate their work lives from their personal lives. But on, which is uh, an interesting start and an interesting yeah. concept, and it's also. And it, but then you know, as as it goes on, you see that you know these people are making these decisions because there's something they're trying to get away from in their personal lives. So, spoiler alert. So, Mark, again, played by Adam Scott, his wife died in a car accident, and he's just so just heartbroken over it and can't get over it. That's why he goes to work for Lumen so that eight hours a day he doesn't have to think about his wife passing away. And um, and I assume we're going to find out more about these other characters and why they've decided to go through the procedure. Really, he's really the only one that you've really learned about. One, um, one of my big, big uh, knocks on the show so far. Is that you, it's, it's only him that you've learned about? Yeah, so, so here's my thing with it. Um, one is, like, this show would have been better set up as, a, like, a sitcom there's there there is some humor to it like some of the office banter is is funny yeah Tatura's good and the uh the other that other guy the portly guy yeah he's awesome i love him he's really funny um but like here here here's my complaints it's set up more as like a mystery uh twilight zone episode kind of thing and like so you the whole mystery aspect behind it is like just throws the whole vibe of the show off. Like you don't like Lumen, right? What does Lumen do? Yeah, Kier what, what Lumen. Is, what is, like what is what are what are they actually do? like? You know, they're looking for scary numbers like that. That gives it like the Twilight Zone feel. Like you don't know what they're actually doing. So so they don't know what they're doing. The workers don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing. But like the actual company, what does the actual company do? Yeah. Are they an insurance company? Are they a bank? <laughs> Are they a manufacturer? We have no idea. It's 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 a bit silly. Yeah, I, I mean, part? I imagine you'll find that out at the end of season one, and so they'll stretch this thing out a while. I, I think that part's stupid. Like, yeah, I agree and, that you don't know what they're doing, and then, but maybe I think that's what is. Part we don't of know the, what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. I think doing. that's. I think the kind. Of, I mean, and then the 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 monkey wrench in in the season so far is that somehow, like Mark's best friend at work, somehow got. Beatty. Yeah, somehow he got um, released from the company. I forget what they call it. Uh, de- it's not dissevered. Uh, uh, whatever it is, reintegrated. Re- reintegrated. Yeah, like somebody like that doesn't actually happen. And somehow somebody figured out how to do it, and he got it done. And yeah, so that's that's like the other piece of it. But also like. I don't know. I mean, it just, it just, you know, it's going, it's, that's kind of the problem. It it just goes in so many directions. Cause again, it's like these people are going to escape their personal lives, but even Petey, his, his friend told Mark, he's like, yeah, but even down there, you always had a sadness about you. So even, even though he's not thinking about his, you know, his, his wife passing away, it's still there somewhere. Like the sadness doesn't leave him when he goes to work. So, which is fine. My, my thing is that like, I would want them to be like I think it would be okay if they let them like um at least communicate with themselves and like there's so many funnier things that could happen. Yeah, it's it's still like finding itself here. I'm, it's, I'm, it's t- 
and it's and he's yeah, but through and, eight episodes or whatever. Well, I so only got through six, so, so like so here's that's my what I'm here's my other thing, Drew. Like, man, wait, wait, wait till you see the baby goats. Oh God, <laughs> I I think I'm gonna stop. I don't think I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> you gotta you gotta finish the first season. Uh, come on, and the, so, it's worth. Come on, the baby goats are so adorable. Oh my God, um, <laughs> I can't wait till I get that text. You weren't kidding about the baby goats. <laughs> so, my thing about that is, um. Like, this is what I would have done with it. Like, number one, uh, again, so you're only following one character, which which annoys the crap out of me. Um, and you don't know what the what they're doing, and like executive management is like this like Big Brother thing, and you don't know what's going on, and right. I just the whole thing is just kind of like off, and like not in a good way, like kind of like all right, like anyway, so. What I would have done is I would have made it more of like a sitcom and maybe even like a mockumentary. And like, for example, I think it would be hilarious if like you take a married couple who's like like a little bit like public display of affection, smoochy, smoochy, like kind of like lame. And then they both work at the same company and they're like enemies in the company but they don't know it because they go and like they're yeah, severed right like that would be hilarious conversely if you had neighbors who were like would butt heads say like like you have guy number one and guy number two who were neighbors that like butt heads and then they go to work like say like the the guy number two's wife worked at the same place as guy yeah. number one and they were both severed and they were just banging like rabbits in there like and they didn't even know it like that would be freaking hysterical yeah uh, like i don't understand why like you would think if you didn't have a consciousness and you were at work there'd be people just like banging in there all the time and like that doesn't happen and uh it, and or like vice versa like like you could just like bang people outside of work and not even worry about it while you're in work. Like there's there's a lot of comedy. They could be- they could have just called the show Bang and not Severance, and just there's made a- it basically like Caligula down there. Well, there's there's well if you if you're severed, how would you even know? Like you would never know. It's true. Like it could just be a friggin' like weird ass sex cult for all you know. But like, um, yeah, they like they but there's a lot of like funny stuff to be had in there, like. People who are like in-laws, they could like hate each other inside and outside, which would make it hilarious. Like they, they could do a lot of comedy with it. That is just, they took, in my mind, they took in the total wrong direction. Yeah. Um, again, I think it, yeah, too many, too many moving pieces here. You know, I think, I think if it focused more on the individual lives of each of the four people that are down there, I yes. think it'd be a little more interesting. Um, Not just like, like concealed secretive right yeah um and i also think uh, big brother kind of and i think the other issue is and i do i do enjoy his stuff um scott's more of a supporting guy like i think him being the primary guy that you're following i said that to you and you agreed yeah yeah and he's the lead yeah to your point he's like the lead it it just again it's slow and like he's like a slower actor like that's why like some of the roles uh like at Parks and Rec, he was just like that was his like role. He was like the voice of reason, serious, like yeah. I got it, that's that's kind of the issue. I mean, again, I'm 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 gonna finish it out here. Like I don't I don't think it's I don't I don't unenjoy. It's not unenjoyable for me. I just like 
I, I just wanted to, I, I want to, by the end of season one, we have to at least know something about, actually know something about Lumen here to make it make sense for me not to um, be like, eh, I'll pro I probably won't watch season two live. I'll probably just watch Uhtred again instead. <laughs> so, so we'll say, I think there's two, I think, I think there's two episodes left. I think there's, I think it's going to be 10, 10 episode season. Like I said, I'm on six, um, and shit got kind of wild. Yeah, have you met Walken yet? Have you seen Christopher Walken? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Okay, I I couldn't remember if he was that early in the um, in the show. So, I mean, him and Totoro just start banging each other, and it gets wild. All kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> Your bangathon's yeah. coming. Well, that that would be hilarious if people were like, if somebody like outside was like some kind of crazy ass like super anti-gay person and then they go in there and they're like have a gay relationship in the company like that would be great like but they do nothing like that like it would like why don't we, so why, don't, why, don't, why don't we just write a new TV show for Apple TV and do that and do, well we could do like fan fiction we can just we can just say hey uh severance your show stinks here's what it should have been why don't we go ahead and just green why don't you just green light us for three seasons why don't we just send them this podcast could do that too why, why, why do I mean, we're already on their out? network. Yeah, exactly. They well, they could just, just we could just send an email that says Google Two Beers Podcast on Apple Podcast and just send it to them. Done. Set for life. Done. Wouldn't need to be 6'6 six, six or have long arms. Nope. That go the or, way you think that go the way you thought good, it was? Or have a good prom night. Uh, good prom date. It's true. You know what we should? I wonder. Oh no, that's mean. I'm just. I'm, I'm. I'm going off the train tracks now. Yeah. Are you like? Are you tapping something? Or rocking? I was gonna say. Yeah. Sorry. I, I am. Sorry. I'm on a. I'm on my <laughs> medicine ball for my back, so I'm like my foot's tapping it. I was gonna say. You think? You think? You think we could get Ghost Prom Day on the show? How great would that be? Ooh. Right. I've thought about that before. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he's like a nice guy. He's probably still friends with people from high school, right? Probably, right. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine the pop? I mean, this would be like this would be like Hogan Rock WrestleMania 18 pop that we get Ghost Proud Men on the podcast. I, I we're making some calls. We're we're, make, we're gonna make, maybe Adam Scott will help us out here. I think I've met her before. Uh, did you get her a seafood dinner? Uh, yeah, I did. I never called her again. Oh. Great. Uh, all Sorry, right. I didn't mean to derail there. I just it was just came to me as we. I don't, have any, I don't have anything else to say on Severance. Do you? Yeah, no. I mean, no. Go see. I'll uh, once we finish it up, we'll probably just you know put a button on it and uh, you know casually to see where it is. Um, should we do the? Should we? Should we do the? The recap, recap of uh, season five of Last Kingdom now, or? We th I thought we already did. What are you talking about? I said the 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 recap, recap, like the recap of the recap. Uh, we love it. I don't know what. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> we just, love it. Just, just be, do, do a do a review on our recap of it. it was uh, did we miss anything? No, no. I just, I, I just, I'm, I'm just still watching it. So it's just like every day I just throw on episodes, just going. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, to Bepimba. No, there is there is a pretty funny YouTube video of Alexander Draymond um, with I think it's Variety. Where they give him like classic movie lines to say in his Uzzard voice. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, that's cool. Nobody, nobody puts baby in a corner. 
<laughs> it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty awesome. I love it. Uh, so Alright. yeah. I was gonna say maybe we'll get skate on the podcast. She's a recent Instagram uh ad of mine and I I like what I'm seeing. I love I bet she recently chopped her hair. She she looks great. Uh, yeah, bangs. Listen, uh bangs for all of our female listeners, don't do it. Ah, she looks great. Don't uh, do it. I don't. She has some kind of new show coming out, but I have no idea what it is because it's all in like Scandinavian or some language I don't know of. Yeah, some of these some of these character actors and actresses are really getting pigeonholed into the whole uh, whole Vikings thing. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Oh well, let's, let's stop rambling. All right, Drew. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>